Previously on Myth Tarot Love, we examined Temperance and Sufrosyne. Today's show will focus on the devil and a few associated figures from mythology. I'm Biddy, your expert in classics. And I'm Rose, your resident tarot practitioner. Welcome, everybody. Hello, everyone. So this is an episode on the devil. Uh, so there are uh, a lot of things that we can say about this. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, so first off, let's just talk a little bit about uh, the devil in tarot as opposed to, like, other um, representations, right? Right. So, like, just to be clear, we're in, in tarot. Um, that that's where we're going to be focusing on. We're not mm-hmm. really going to be talking about um, any religious representations of the devil. Um, we're just talking about him as like mm-hmm. a symbol, a card. What does he represent? I might be that. talking about some historical <laughs> representations as well, just a little bit once I get into. Yeah. Um, we'll see. This is probably, you know, next to the death card, this is probably the most misunderstood card. Um, so we, we talked a lot about, like, different ways of a- approaching this card. Mm-hmm. Um, and Biddy, like, I, I know you were particularly struggling with which figure do you pick? <laughs> exactly. And that's, and I know I've said it before for other cards, but this one, yeah, it was, again, another one that challenge. was really hard. So that's why in the beginning I said associated figures because I literally have three and it's not that I couldn't really choose between them is that I feel like they all are associated with it. And the more we talk about the devil and, and other kinds of cards from other decks, like it just, it, they all fit but different but in different ways yeah Yeah. like we actually have three cards um pulled out from three different decks um that all are essentially the devil but only one of them is called the devil exactly like this is definitely this is the the card that is most often uh omitted from a tarot deck and replaced with something else that um in that deck represents evil right and that is essentially I'm going to say the underlying meaning of the devil is evil and what does evil represent. And uh, so, like, there's there's a lot of things that evil means to a lot of different people. Mm-hmm. And I think that has a lot to do with your culture, your background, um, ideas of right and wrong, basically. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> of course, when we first started talking about the devil, I my, my question to you was like, okay, well, like, you know, uh, evil for me is a lot about corruption, right? So, mm-hmm. um, do you have any like corruption myths? And you're like, no. It's <laughs> like, <laughs> so, okay, well, you know, like, are there any figures who are like really evil? And you're like, like no, not really. <laughs> they don't. No, <laughs> they don't really have any like, yeah, pr- purely evil or demonic type figures. So I think that's also why it was so difficult for me to come up with just one. Yeah, like. Technically, the definition of evil is, like, being immoral and malevolent. Mm-hmm. 
but like I think most people can agree on like what does malevolent mean, but I think in in like myths it's more like vengeance and yeah, and even like, just it's always justified almost. Or people always feel justified in their actions. Yes, it's, and I think like when you think about evil or like an evil character in a show or a movie or something, mm-hmm. a lot of the times they just do it. And again, we attribute it because they're quote unquote evil. I don't like when they do that. They yeah. have to have a purpose behind it. You can't just be evil for the sake of being evil. There has to be more there. Well, like that that one quote. Some people just like to watch the world b- burn. From, yeah, <laughs> from uh, the Dark Knight. Like, yeah. I think that was, that's probably, like, our modern view of what is evil, <laughs> like, mm-hmm. right? Um, Someone that does something bad just for the sake of... Just for enjoyment, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, and I think that is probably very rare in itself. Like, I I, I don't, like, I, I think it probably exists, right? But most of the time, evil is uh, that other famous quote, which is, hell is paved by good... The road to hell is paved by good intentions. Oh. Right? Um, so, <laughs> and that quote, I really, I really particularly love. Who said yeah. that? I'll look it up You're right now. look it up? Okay. Road <laughs> <laughs> to hell. It's fine. We, uh, we lose, uh, well, I, I personally like to say I lose a few IQ points when I don't have the internet. <laughs> I, I lose more than a few, don't worry. Oh, it's a proverb. Oh. Uh, no, someone said that. <laughs> You said it. I, I said it. <laughs> uh, it's all right. It's okay. Apparently, uh, there's quite a few people who are associated yeah. with this quote. Oh well, let's not let's not well, trivial uh, well, the trivial the... things. Okay, so let's actually talk about the devil. Um, yeah. So the devil card. The devil card. So we have uh, three cards, as mentioned before. We have. Um, uh, our original Smith ter- uh, Smith Rider weight deck um, which is just the traditional devil card um, or the most popularized mm. one right um, then we have our dragon Celtic dragon tarot deck and uh, what this is a fairy deck that you have over here it is I think it's called hidden realm journey through the hidden realms or something like that but it's beautiful it's beautiful and it has fairies and I love fairies so you would is- <laughs> <laughs> a lot of myths associated <laughs> fairy tales right um <laughs> Yeah, so we have three different ones. In the Celtic Dragon, the Devil card has been replaced by another card called Chains. Mm-hmm. And uh, this one is, this is like, I, I normally will use my Dragon Tarot. I don't normally use this the Smith Rider Weight deck, although I have used it. Um, and in the Dragon Tarot, this is probably one of the ones I connect the most with evil. It's, it's all about um, corruption, but also betrayal. Okay. Um, and then you've got uh, your shadow dance. Mm-hmm. From yes. Journey uh, through the realms. <laughs> yeah, deck. the book is not right here. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, and this one's really cool because they associate um, evil with the character of like Pan almost, mm-hmm. as you were you. I'll be talking telling, about as yeah. you'll be talking about later, and it's like much more naturey and instinct and sexual. 
it's much more sexual than I've seen other ones, even though, like, the the, the original one is, like, everyone's naked. Yeah. <laughs> we have Adam and Eve there, right? Yeah, well, it's, like, um, they're actually more of a, like, corrupted version of Adam and Eve. Mm. Um, like, you can kind of see looking at this card. So I'm going to describe the Rider-Waite-Smith deck. So it's kind of this uh, combination of the Hierophant and the Lovers, only they've been corrupted. And... If you remember, the Hierophant was kind of like this great law maker, um, but also like divine laws. Mm -hmm. And then the Lovers was like this temptation, but can lead all of the different meanings of love and uh, people being drawn together. And in this case, um, both of those things have been corrupted completely by the devil. So we entered into... The underworld, as I kind of mentioned mm-hmm. before, when we uh, when we reached the death card, and Temperance was the first card that we encountered, which was kind of a warning saying, "Hey, you need to uh, look at both sides. You need to take things back a step. Um, conserve yourself." Well, the devil's kind of like, "What happens if you don't do that?" Okay, and it's another even greater warning um, for what's coming ahead, which is the tower. (laughs) So you've got this card, and basically he is your um, goat man devil. Hybrid creature. creature. He's got horns on his head. He's got some sort of, like, beastly beastly figure, like beastly head. Um, He is holding his right hand up, kind of almost as if he was, like, a salute almost or it's it's almost like um like kind of like you know saying i i approve of this like okay it's almost like when you have your you hold your hand up when you're like swearing on a yeah it's almost like he's making an oath or something um he is uh he's got these wings dragon-like wings uh or bat wings whatever uh, he has the hairy hairy legs mm-hmm. um, and these big claw-like yeah, feet. Yeah, bird-like. Bird kind of feet. Mm-hmm. Um, in his left hand, he's holding this um, great big fire torch, which is a symbol of power. And below him, he has the uh, a man and a woman, very much in the same kind of sh- shape as the lovers were. Only this time, the man and woman have have been corrupted. They both have horns on their head. They are chained together by uh, their necks. By their necks, they're chained together like animals. Um, and they actually have a bit of kind of these animal-like features, where like the woman has a tail of a pomegranate. It looks like pomegranate or grapes. It might be grapes. Like actually, it might be grapes. That makes that would make sense. It looks. It could be either of them. Yeah. Though. And the man has a tail of fire. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, and the background is all black. Um, you can't really see anything behind them. So let's start breaking down these symbols. Oh, and of course, one of the most important symbols uh, is the symbol that's often associated with the devil, which is an inverted pentagram. So it's very important to note that it is inverted. Pentagrams do not automatically get associated with the devil, um, as many people think. Actually, I'm going to rant a little bit. You okay Go if, for it. Okay Go if I rant a yeah. little bit right Rose, now? Rose rant. Um, okay. 
Thunder Rose. Uh, Thunder Rose. <laughs> uh, thorny Rose. Okay. <laughs> Ooh, that's perfect. Oh my goodness. Um, yes. Okay, so I'm going to get a little thorny here. Um, we have... So, yes, the devil is a card in tarot. That does not mean that the devil is in tarot. Like, there are so many people who think that tarot is some sort of, like, devil worship stuff Mm -hmm. it is really not um or people will see oh you've got pentacles oh that must mean that it's all like that's a suit of the devil it's really not um the whole point of the like their whole reason why the inverted pentacle is or sorry pentagram in this case is associated with the devil is that he flips things on his on like in reverse he reverses meanings he um turns things upside down and things that should be good um, he finds a way to demolish them from within. Like he's not, he doesn't attack things head on. Mm-hmm. He takes the meaning of things and he corrupts them to a point where they destroy themselves. And that's really like that, that's really the meaning of having this inverted pentacle. So like a pentacle normally means um, divinity in material or like in the material world. Okay. So that can mean wealth, that can mean success, that can mean um, fulfilling career, um, you know, having a home, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And those are all things that are associated in uh, the suit of the pentacles. I would like also to mention that this is the only time that you have an inverted pentacle in tarot. In all of tarot. Okay. The only time you have an inverted pentacle is in this devil card, unless, of course, uh, a card of of the pentacles mm-hmm. will like show up in in reverse yeah. and that's if you are a reader who likes to read reverse meanings mm-hmm. right um and so th- keeping in mind that you know you've got pentacles as meaning the divinity through the material world well what happens when you flip that on its head what happens when you corrupt that that turns into materialism mm. right and so the devil very much takes this concept of materialism, takes this concept of, oh, success and wealth, and oh, don't you want to be successful? And he corrupts people with it. He, mm-hmm. he makes people want materials and materialism, and they forsake their spirituality uh, in order to have material gains, in order to succumb to their, their own greed. Um, so that that is really like the reason, in my opinion, at least, of why yeah. the, the devil is associated so yeah. strongly so, with this symbol. So basically, there is a devil card in the tarot. There is no devil it, him itself, himself, yeah. in the tarot. Exactly. So, like, tarot is not about the devil at all. Like, there is not a quarter of the tarot de- dedicated to this card. He is in this card because tarot tries to look at life from all perspectives. Right. Right, um, and in tarot, there's very much this idea of balance and needing to see um, darkness and light together in order to avoid the darkness and strive towards the light. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so the idea is that, like in tarot, if you don't have a card that represents evil, if you ignore evil, like um, in, in tarot, actually ignorance is one of the, the things that might lead to corruption and being evil. Mm. It's one of the, it's actually one of the ideas that's associated with the devil card is like, okay, you're ignorant. That doesn't mean, that doesn't make you innocent. Yeah. (laughs) Right? Being ignorant does not make you innocent according to tarot beliefs, right? Um, 
So it's very much this idea that you need to be educated. You need to, mm-hmm. yeah, you need to educate yourself. You need to find ways uh, to learn as much as you can uh, without making assumptions, without right. necessarily jumping to conclusions, because all those things can also lead you to being corrupted. Very true. Yep. Uh, okay, so when does the <laughs> devil show up in a reading? Or what? What happens when it does? <laughs> what happens when it shows up? Okay, so I'm going to talk a little bit more about uh, the representations of the devil that were replaced in other decks. Okay. So let's talk about chains Yep. in this Dragon Tarot deck. So this one shows up when you are being manipulated. Mm. So this is very much this idea of like almost pretending to be a victim the, the idea here is like you're almost pretending to be a victim because you're, oh, tied up by some chains and uh, isn't that so awful? You know, I like the people in the who are being tied up, they have their eyes closed. They're compl- like they're pretending that it's, you know, it's not them that's doing this, but they're actually still involved. Again, it's that, maybe that idea of ignorance because they have their eyes closed. Exactly. They're very ignorant to it. it they very much have this idea that um, something's being done to them instead of them being the instigators. Uh, so this card will show up when you are not, you, you, like let's just say you are not looking at the picture completely and mm-hmm. you're being manipulated because of it. Um, it's kind of this idea of like, hey, if something's too good to be true, probably because it is, you know, you, you gotta you gotta be a little more aware of the situation that um, not necess- not everyone necessarily is interested in your benefit. Most people are interested in their own benefit mm-hmm. first. <laughs> um, and then we've got um, Shadow Dance from the fairy deck. <laughs> And this one has uh, a huge like connection with nature and instinct, but giving into your instincts um, in a way that is that has ramifications, that has consequences, mm-hmm. and not thinking about those consequences. So this one almost reminds me of the lovers a lot more. Yeah, because it's like this idea of temptation and giving into temptation. Um, I'd be interested actually in looking at the lover's card in this deck now. Yeah, that's a good. That's a yeah. Pull it out as you pull it continue. up. Yeah. See what the connection Talking. is there. Yeah. Um yeah, so this one's kind of more about c- temptation and like kind of this this uh wild sex if you will. <laughs> I'll just call it the wild sex card now. Oh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, like they're in a forest and stuff. They're and... Dan- I don't know. I, I see more of like an ecstatic. Well, it's called shadow dance in yeah. this deck. And that's what, that's what I see. I see like this ecstatic kind of dancing. And yeah, like frenzy. And and fren- yeah, exactly. Like just kind of like not being conscious at all. Yeah. Oh, that's a really cute card of the lovers. It's really beautiful. Yeah, it's more of like an intimate, like they're about to kiss. Like the combining of two worlds in this case. Yeah. That's really beautiful. The human and the, the And the nature. Yeah. Okay. So uh, back to Rider Waite Smith deck. Um, so when does it, sh- like, when does this card show up? Mm-hmm. This card shows up for a variety of reasons. Um, it can show up, let- so let's say you're in a position of power. This card will show up to say, um, are you abusing your power? How are you abusing your power? 
it's very so I mentioned before it is a warning it's a warning to um, to those of you who are in positions of power and um, think that you know you are almighty the devil would show up to say hey there is this darkness within you be aware of it um, don't think that you can do no wrong um, you got to take a good long look at yourself and see maybe what you aren't seeing before if someone or it could also be like a, like a, a warning like if someone has given you um, like some criticism lately and you're not and you're not heeding the advice you're you're not listening to them you're just saying oh well that's not me like mm. this is this is very much a card that says you need to look at your darker side because you will do harm if you do not if you don't. maybe that's why he's mm. holding a torch it's almost like he's bringing that light to those situations yes well lucifer does mean bringer of light right there we go light bringer right <laughs> yeah, um yeah which is one of the reasons why you wanted to associate him with prometheus too right yes <laughs> uh lucifer is a bringer of light and in in the tarot he he does like say you need to shed light on the situation because uh you will do harm like temperance also talked about balancing things but mm -hmm. it was more for like um it, it was more for your need of like self-regulation where hey you know think about your long-term goals as opposed to your short-term goals mm -hmm. the devil is saying if like think about how you are connected in the greater scheme of things um so first you're looking at it from a perspective of power okay how can power corrupt you right um stay stay humble essentially would be the mm. the positive spin on this right yeah. um it can also show up to those who are being ignorant of a situation who think that they have no power at all so that so for example in the chains card the people who have their eyes closed actually even in the devil card the people who are chained up they have this chain around their necks but it's really loose mm -hmm. they could just take that chain and like they could lift themselves out of that and completely free themselves from the devil mm -hmm. but they're so like wrapped up in his scheme essentially that they think that there's no way out yeah. could that be part of the message then if you get it in a reading that you have the power to get yourself out of it definitely yes um so it is it kind of like goes back to that that hanged man idea too of like right. um only in the case of the devil it's not normally an uncomfortable situation it's more just something like hey you know better you mm. know better <laughs> you know better you know you shouldn't be doing this like mm -hmm. um you're choosing to be ignorant here you're choosing to pretend that you're a victim uh when really you have the power to free yourself and uh you have the power to to do the right thing you're just not doing it because you mm -hmm. feel like you are trapped in in this situation or you've not necessarily even trapped you just feel like there is no way out like like you've come this far yeah almost or you don't want to figure it out <laughs> yeah it's, it's like a unwillingness to do the right thing mm -hmm. essentially and that's what that loose chain around the neck <laughs> means um mm. oh man there's there's so many things to talk about like i would love to so in the lovers the man was looking to the woman and the woman was looking to the angel mm -hmm. who was kind of giving a divine um, or like basically saying this was a divine union 
in this case, the woman, uh, so the man is still looking at the woman, but the woman is looking at the onlooker. Like she's looking straight out from the card. She's not looking at the devil. Um, and this is kind of interesting from a perspective of what male and female energies represent within a person. Mm -hmm. So you've got your consciousness, which is the male perspective, looking towards the subconscious, the intuition, and the intuition isn't looking at the devil. Mm. It's still this idea of like, uh, instead it's looking at the viewer saying that, um, you know, you do not get guidance from the devil. He only misleads you. Every, and that's probably one of the reasons why everything is dark behind him Maybe. as well. Maybe. Could it also mean then to use your intuition? It, or it does have really. a it does have a bit of that intuition aspect to it, which is um, which is interesting there. It does it has this idea that like, you know, uh, that there is a part of your intuition that should know what's right, but once you've reached the devil card, um, normally it's it, it like once you've gotten to this point is because you have like completely sacrificed your spirituality if you will okay. like you've kind of sacrificed that aspect yeah. the divine aspects of yourself um in order to get to this point mm -hmm. uh however it is still possible to be saved um and it is still possible to save yourself in this case yeah Right. A lot of stuff to talk about. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> like, there's so many ways to look at evil. Yeah. Oh, definitely. And I, what I find yeah. interesting is that each deck interprets it in a different way and shows it in a different way. Yeah. And I think a lot of decks actually, like, don't want the devil card in their deck at all because mm -hmm. they just don't want to be associated with it. Um, yeah. And I, I can understand that for sure. Like, the fact that it's even in this, in the tarot, in the original tarot, I keep calling it the original tarot. I mean, like, the most popularized tarot. Um, the fact that it's in that one has really changed people's perspective of it. Like, people very much think, of, oh... Of tarot? Yeah, like, the they're, like, well, no, not the devil, but, like, people think that since the devil is part of, mm. is a card in the tarot, that it has, like, this big influence and... Gotcha. Oh, it makes the it makes the cards evil, and this is an evil card. Mm -hmm. That's really not like that was not the intention at all. Like this card is very much a look at the darkness everywhere mm -hmm. because well, it's kind of like the death card. Even it's not mm -hmm. in there to represent like oh you're gonna die because you picked yeah, a death card. Yeah. Exactly, it's not <laughs> literal in that sense. Exactly is is very much more of a transformation, um, like. In, in the tarot, the cards are still just cards, right? They're not, like, they're not necessarily magical. The, 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 the part that is special about them is that you've got these meanings attached with them. Mm -hmm. You have these strong symbols. It's, it's the reader, and it's the, um, it's the person who's getting the reading. It's the person who's giving the reading that is able to give... The tarot that power right the right. that interpretation um is is really where it's coming from it's not like this card doesn't necessarily carry the devil with it like mm -hmm. just because it's called the devils yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's that was kind of like my rant uh rant of a 
That was a description. I was going to say. I, I, I think I, that was Oh, my gosh. Ranch. And we, like, just talked for, like, 30 minutes just on this. This is going to be an extra long episode. Yeah, which we knew going in. We, we figured before we started recording that this would be a longer than normal episode just because there's so much like, to talk so about. We have, like, so many things to talk about. Yeah. yeah. It's hard to. We're like, do we talk about world events? Do we talk about, like, how, the ways that this has been associated in yeah. modern times versus olden times? Like, what do we do? <laughs> we... And we're just, we do what we always do. And I feel like this is, um, we're just, we're going with it. We're just going to go <laughs> with it. Yeah, we're just going to do what we always do. Talk about the symbols, the cards, how how to read it, if you yeah. will, uh, how, how it can be interpreted, and the ancient stories yeah. that associate with it. Yeah, in this case, a few. In case, a few. Like, the devil Which- is very much a construct, a human construct, yes. in according to and not, at least the tarot version. The tarot version is very much a human yes. construct. It's this idea of like, well, things, even yeah, yeah. Maybe I shouldn't say yes. <laughs> Mouth shut, keeping it shut. Yes, good, good. good. <laughs> Trying <laughs> really hard. <laughs> okay. Are you good? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, so okay. please so tell. I will, okay. So we mentioned Prometheus. We mentioned. Uh, you talked about Pan. Pan and Dionysus. What I'm trying to think of is which way do I want to go? Which order? I think I'll talk about Pan first. Yeah, he's then the one Prometheus. that looks. He's actually like even represented in your shadow dance. Kind of, but almost the devil in the rider Smith deck as well. Okay, so where did okay. this image of the devil come from in? Mythology. All right. So it actually came from mythology, which I didn't know until (laughs) I was doing even more research because, again, I couldn't really figure out what I wanted to do. And Mm -hmm. one thing kind of led to another. And I found that um, Pan was actually contrived into the devil over time, Mm -hmm. into the representation that we have now. So Pan, going backwards a little bit now. Um, So Pan was a god. He was a a shepherd or a god of nature. He was half goat and half man. So if Mm -hmm. you think of a satyr or a fawn, he's in that same kind of line there. Um, So if you know anything about satyrs, you know they are quite lusty. (laughs) (laughs) Kind of randy. He plays the pipes. So you often see him, again, this kind of nature-y person, half man, half animal. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's his rampant sexuality that possibly made him the target for demonization by the Christians. Well, it's just sexuality, not for reproduction, but for pleasure. Exactly, yes. Yeah. 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 And so this started in about a 300 CE, or Common Era, mm-hmm. um, and continued until most of the Western world associated images of Pan with the devil. So this took time. It wasn't just an overnight thing. It's interesting because Pan was actually like a pretty popular god for the Greeks. Um, because, again, he just represents his god of nature and natural order and things. So Yeah. Well, like at that time, um, like what do you think, like... Were there any reasons why they would make sexuality such a evil thing? Like, no, I think they were just not converting, but they were they were moving things around in mm-hmm. a way to make it like make sense to, for get, them. Get away from pa- more pagan uh, yes. rituals. And, yeah, and sometimes they would just 
stop them completely. So say like with the Olympic Games, they're like, okay, no more Olympic Games because Mm -hmm. those were a religious festival. Um, And then other things I think they could just convert it in for their own yeah like kind of viewpoints yeah like and this is one of those cases um and then again over time this is reinforced and we see in the renaissance um apparently the church commissioned art to reinforce this diabolical and demonized imagery so it just is kind of perpetuated over time and it takes time to get until we get the image of the devil as we see in the devil card well, like, the devil doesn't really seem to be associated with nature so much anymore. It's not, and that's what yeah. I mean. Like, it's taken time to get to this point, to this which point, I think is yeah. why it was so difficult for me at the beginning to figure out, like, who am I going to talk about talk yeah. about for this? Um, um, that is really, that's really interesting. Um, I think it could also, like, make sense when you're living in a, a less, like, like if especially if you're living in an environment that's really heavily forested. Like, there's so many things that can come out and eat you like yes that's um, true and the romans didn't really like untamed things especially forests they love their gardens and they love having everything where it's supposed to be and and how does it look but a a forest is like nope that that is untamed that is wild that is dangerous yeah Yeah. like there are things out to get you and that will kill Mm -hmm. you and your babies like (laughs) (laughs) your babies right uh, so I think so. I think it could kind of make sense if you're in a less developed human culture. Like, I don't like that. <laughs> oh, I shouldn't say developed. I meant like less. Uh, mm, what's the word? City made like rural area. Or if you're in a more rural. That's, okay. Yeah. Like yeah. if you're in a, a more rural environment. I didn't mean developed that way. I meant like <laughs> sorry, urban. Ur- urban. <laughs> like, sorry. We were talking about if this you're in a less <laughs> urban environment how about that (laughs) right like less of a city and more of like closer to that forest with all the do you think they'd be more afraid of it yeah because of that i think yeah and i guess it's also developed with stories over time of there being evil things in the forest i always loved the forest when i grew up i know i i always thought it's it's such a peaceful place for me too i always thought there would be bambi Aw. <laughs> like, let's go find Bambi and his mom in oh my the, gosh. the forest. I actually went on a hike, um, like, last week, and I saw so many deer. Really? It was mystical. Uh, <laughs> I was so happy. I was like, there's all these deer. It is amazing. Like, I had, like, five deer across my wow. path. It was um, it was a really exciting thing, but I'm sure it would be very different if it was, like, five coyotes across my path. I would be like, yes. oh, no, I'm in a forest alone, and I'm a woman. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I'm afraid now uh, because of things that I was told so walking growing stick, up. <laughs> I know. Walking stick turns into weapon. There we well, go. I don't know. All right. I don't know if I would... No, yeah, of I course. think I'd just run. I mean, I mean, just <laughs> for protection, for protection. Yeah, I hear that like you're supposed to make yourself appear tall, big. I don't know for a coyote. Yeah, I don't know if that's I have true. No idea. Maybe that's just. A I'm myth. not out running a coyote either, so I, I know. Right? It's like, oh shoot, or a deer. Mistake. For that so matter. okay. Like, anyway, in that kind of situation, then nature, yeah, becomes kind of evil to you, because it's not necessarily evil. I think it's, it's just the like, unknown. Yeah. There's a little bit of that unknown. There's a little bit of that danger aspect. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. Sorry. So that's Pan. Pan, And I just wanted to mention, because I don't think I've done this lately, is like a word of the day. Um, But this works so well. So Pan um, means all. Yay. So I thought that was kind of interesting. So P-A-N is all. Uh, First thing that comes to mind is pansexual, (laughs) which does not mean a uh, attraction to pans. 
No, but it means a, an attraction to, to all, everything, to everyone. Yeah, probably more people than like everything. Because yeah. like if it was oh, everything, I see that, everyone. If it was everything, that would include frying pans. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Anyways, going uh, right, no, so on. Yeah. Onwards to Prometheus. So. So yeah, so Pan was more, again, the devil imagery that we get. Whereas Prometheus, I thought about for him, again, mostly in connection to the chains. So we have, like you said, the chains in the devil card Mm -hmm. um, with the people are being chained together. And then in your... It's actually called the chains. It's called the chains. So my first, absolute first thought was, oh, well, Prometheus, because he gets chained, literally chained (laughs) to a mountain. Yeah. Um, So I thought I would go over that quickly. We are going to talk more about um, He's also the one that brought man fire. He did. (laughs) So again, kind of like we said with Mm -hmm. Lucifer being light bringer, right? Is that what? Yeah, Lucifer means uh, bringer of light or something something like that. And he also... uh, is the one that corrupted humans into becoming knowledgeable with the tree of mm-hmm. knowledge and all that. Right. Um, so he, Prometheus did not do that. <laughs> he didn't yeah. corrupt them, but he does give fire to man. Um, he also does some other things, which again, we'll go into more detail when I look at Pandora in a couple more episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, but just as a brief synopsis, um, Prometheus gives fire to man and is punished by Zeus. And he has Hephaestus tie him to Mount, can I say this, Caucasus, Caucasus? Mm-hmm. Um, where every day an eagle would come and eat his liver. And either over, there's a couple different versions, either overnight his liver would regenerate and the eagle would come again the next day, That's or cool. it would come every other day. Yeah. So not pleasant. <laughs> that sounds like awful yeah (laughs) really really painful really really painful and awful um what's interesting is that he's eventually released by heracles and again before we were talking about this you're saying oh well in the chain cards and in the devil they can get themselves out of it Mm -hmm. whereas prometheus doesn't get himself out of it but he is the titan of foresight or forethought Mm -hmm. and crafty counsel which to me means that he knew that Heracles would eventually come and release him. So he knew that he was going to have a way out eventually and that it was almost worth it going through this hell, if you will. Yeah, because it meant that humans, he would would at least get his way with making sure humans had fire. Mm -hmm. So what was so wrong about humans having fire? I think Zeus was just pissed off. Um, (laughs) So I think there's a couple different versions. Zeus Mm -hmm. wanted kind of to destroy man at one point, um, but Prometheus was the one who created men specifically. (laughs) Not women. Women come later. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, so he, so he creates mankind out of clay, and so these are kind of like his beings, his so his little, his he, little babies, his little babies. So he's a bit yeah. of a trickster, and he there was a whole issue with the sacrifice, and which mm-hmm. kind of made Zeus annoyed, and then. He stole fire from the gods to give to men, and Zeus was even more annoyed and yeah. was like, "Okay, you know what? Never mind. I'm just gonna." So do it this was as a punishment. So it wasn't so much that like it was fire that was bad; it was that no, he did it, it without a, Zeus's yes. consent. Yeah, yeah. Mm, okay. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't so much that Zeus didn't want men to have fire. It's just, well, like maybe he didn't want them to have fire, but 
Maybe he, not. He also just wanted to be, be in control of that. Exactly. And if you want to associate it with the devil, I guess, too, you can say that it's... Or not with the devil, but with maybe Adam and Eve and knowledge mm-hmm. that having fire led to kind of more, like, industry and more, yeah, creation and thought and... Yeah. Well, like, there's a, there's a, a theory that says that fire made it possible to have deeper thoughts because you'd sit around the mm. fire and tell stories yeah. and um, reflect. So, I don't know. I don't know if that's true. It seems know. like the kind of thing but that's hard to prove, but... <laughs> hard to prove, but... It makes sense make, to Yeah, me, it makes sense and it kind of works. Mm-hmm. And so, why not? Yeah. So, All right, so last... For, that's last, Prometheus. Uh, last figure. one is Dionysus. And... This was the first one you thought of when... I, I asked you about what kind of myths you would associate. Mm. For the devil especially, yeah. yeah. The devil I associate with Dionysus. And and after even looking into my own Shadow Dance um, card, which is the equivalent to the devil, in that it's not his image. Because, mm-hmm. again, the image is very different. It's more of what more he can. influences. So that, mm-hmm. again, we talked about this a little bit when we talked about Dionysus as the magician back in episode two. <laughs> two. Yeah. Um, so it's this, that is ecstasy and madness that can come about and the frenzy. So Dionysus can be good. I mean, he's a, a fertility god. And yeah. It's a very, very good, positive thing. But at the same point, it can also, if you give into it too much, it can lead to that that madness and that revelry. And yeah. just imagine, like, you know, just having a... caught up in it. Yeah, like, like having a beer or two with friends is amazing. Having ten is... You're going to have some <laughs> problems. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> having ten, you know, you're not even yourself anymore. And, that, like, and that's yeah. exactly what it is. Is it's that you're not you're not yourself. You're in that kind of you're in an altered state. Yeah. And what that altered state can kind of bring to you is then you quote, just quote unquote go evil, with whatever evil, is ha- whatever's gonna happen's gonna happen yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. But then of course almost you, like a mob mentality. Yeah. As kind well, of, right? Yeah. 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 But you are the one that has the choice whether you're going to partake in that or not. And if you do, that's you know, you suffer the consequences of of your actions of the that. morning after. Yeah, <laughs> yes, you do. Um, sometimes sooner, sometimes later. Yeah, sometimes later that night, but yeah, yeah. eventually, yeah, there will be there will be consequences, will be consequences if you do not heed your actions. Yeah. So again, maybe if if you haven't listened to episode two, I would say go back to do that to make more sense of this. But again, just briefly, he is the god of of wine and liquid fertility. Um, Yeah, we we actually associated him with the magician as well. We did, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, which I I see as well. Um, But again, talking about the devil, I think... I think he it works a little bit too, but he's not an evil source, and I think that's why I didn't want to just associate Dionysus with the he's devil. Not evil. He's not evil. He's not leading anyone into temptation or evil, or I don't know. It's yeah. just it's he's not that. Yeah. But anyone could get in that state that leads to bad things that could happen. I, yeah, I don't like know. you know, perhaps it's more this idea of like evil things can happen when people are in this state mm-hmm. but it's not him that willed those evil things to happen like, no definitely not no yeah yeah <laughs> which i think brings us back to that um you know parable of uh 
the, the road to hell is paved with good intentions. So, <laughs> yeah, your intention could be to have a good time. Yeah, you know, you, you might, you might like, no one, maybe no one really wanted anything to happen, per se, or they might have felt completely justified in their actions, like they, you know, were upholding honor or mm-hmm. um, pride, et cetera, et cetera, but it somehow yeah. ends up becoming... Uh, an evil deed yeah kind of like prometheus you know he thought he was doing something good for mankind but Mm -hmm. he had to suffer the consequences for his actions yeah although if he was the the god of foresight that means he probably saw all of those things coming and decided it was worth it anyways exactly yeah that's uh... just brings a whole other dimension to it i i'm trying to think if there's another card that Nothing's really jumping to mind if that's going to come up, but maybe we'll reference him again. Well, definitely, like I said, we'll mm-hmm. go into more detail with the star and oh, Pandora. Right, with Pandora. Because okay. that is another punishment um, given to man from Zeus for Prometheus's wrongdoings. So, But we don't get the star until we have the full consequences of this devil card that, that comes to a head in um, our next week's episode of The Tower. Yeah. Yep. There are so many things that we wanted to talk about with this, I think this card, we but okay, we're, we're doing pretty good. Uh, so it's a longer episode than yeah. than usual, but... Um, thank you for staying with us. Thank you so much for, for listening. <laughs> through the, Especially uh, through the devil card. This was definitely probably one of the hardest cards, I think, um, that we've come to so far. Mm-hmm. Uh, mostly because of all of you know, the controversial things that we could say. <laughs> involving this card we're like okay how controversial should we be like we decided not to be <laughs> we decided to be less so than than but i think it's almost impossible to not be controversial when you're talking about the devil yeah no that's fair yeah anyways right. uh yeah so that brings us to the end of our episode <laughs> thank you everyone as always so much for listening Um, and for supporting the show by listening and you can do so um, as always we are on Patreon so if you'd like to support the show monetarily you can do so by pledging just one dollar per episode really appreciate it very much so buy us a coffee yeah. <laughs> um, you can also reach us at mythtarolove at gmail.com or you can join our Facebook group called the Myth Tarot Love Podcast where you can communicate with us and fellow listeners. Yeah, so what we so tomorrow, not tomorrow, <laughs> next week. Uh, next week we we're going to look at the tower, the card of the tower, mm-hmm. uh, which I personally like to associate with the Tower of Babel. So, which is what I get to uh, do some research about. on. <laughs> um, fun stuff. Yep. And our we're gonna have some parting words um, once again from the American Tarot Association. So this is what uh, this was a, a line that I thought was particularly um, Poignant? relevant. Poignant. <laughs> Poignant's a good word. Okay. In the end. The best way to free yourself of the devil's bondage is not to submit to it, but to accept it as the shadow that must be cast wherever there is light. Having accepted the shadow, then you can look into the light. Stories, cards, and symbols in all of the above.